This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, happy day after Christmas. Boxing day, I guess. For some. <laughs> Didn't grow up with a boxing day tradition, but that's all right. Uh, but I uh, hope you had a great holiday, had a chance to spend some time with family and friends, and uh, had uh, a little bit of time to relax and spend by yourself, maybe. But whatever made you happy, hope you had some time to do it and didn't have to work the whole time. Uh, kudos to those who do. But we're back here at it, and if you call and take part in our program today, you get a special bonus because we have a really... Uh, a, a distinguished person, I'll say, who is screening calls for us here on KGMI Canx today. It's our morning news anchor, Deanna Harrelick. We'll answer your calls. So, <laughs> so give us a ring, 360-676-5464. That's our phone number. And as I said, we hope to hear from you. And whatever is on your mind, things, the world kept turning over the weekend and Kept all of us, you know, busy to one degree or another. But, um, yeah, well, let's jump right in. Jim in Seattle is ready to get us started here on uh, this last week of 2023. Hi, Ma- hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How is your day going? It's going all right. Going all right. Okay. Well, I had a couple of topics. I'll just see if I can get to them. Okay. And many more. Uh, I-, I was listening to Dennis Prager Nancy. It was a rerun. Okay. One of the things he brought up was the vets fought for your independence. I mean, our independence. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we should know, as Gore Vidal once men, uh, mentioned on a speech at the National Press Club, $27 billion for veterans' benefits, a sad and constant reminder of this country's great recklessness, you know. And so I disagree it was for us in the main. Uh, there's always a little bit of that. But I think it's our high taxes for the military usually go to defending uh, private corporations' uh, investments overseas. And so uh, I can say this, that my dad uh, in the other room, he was a World War II uh, veteran. He's 97 years old, still doing well. He got a couple of books from my family about Okinawa and uh, Saipan and that. So, uh-huh. uh, But he's not a warmonger. And uh, so Laura Ingram, I'll mention, you know her on uh, Fox News right. Channel. She, yeah. she showed... Uh, a, 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 a video, or uh, she was out there interviewing uh, vets that were homeless, lined up in Los Angeles, and you know. So I think that she she needs the and the right wing needs to improve their image a little bit uh, because you know it looks pretty sad if you support the military and you know, there's all these homeless veterans and you know getting nowhere. So I think she wants to. Dennis Prager would like that too to improve the image of what they're doing. So that the cattle prod affects them in a positive way, I'm saying, than just the little people like me and all that. So I would also like one other thought here. Dinesh D'Souza was also mentioned on his commercial. He is a criminal, a right winger. He's pretty well known. And uh, he's talking about in a commercial, the police, uh, coming police state. And I'm saying for Dennis Prager, too, he doesn't get much upset about it at all. He's not very fearful, in my opinion. And the, and the police state is very much the Republicans' uh, goal you know, because people will learn their lesson about economics, and they are, and there's a debate going on right now strenuously 
about how the economy is doing, and the public polls show it's not doing too well. And so any government that has to uh, put its own citizens in a state of disrepair uh, probably needs some sort of consideration of authoritarian means to crack down on protesting and things of that like. And I will end this with uh, Ollie North. That may be a, a figure you've heard of, too. Because oh, I'm, sure, yeah. Okay. Well, he, he during that Iran-Contra, he was lying all the whole the whole time. Uh, he did get convicted for some and then pardoned, I believe. But he uh, he drew up uh, plans, or at least he mentioned uh, plans were mentioned that involved him at the very least for the suspension of the Constitution. So those are the things that I think I'll start off. I've got more to say, but okay. I, other callers want to get real, on and real quick though, Jim, because yeah, you made the comment early in your call about the, our military fighting for corporate interests, and I know that's a that's a common. Uh, perception, I think, but I mean, I, I mean, the argument could be made that um, supporting the interests of large U.S. corporations could be in our national interest. I mean, they they do support our economy. I mean, and if we're talking about oh, protecting uh, you know safe passage of oil uh, to our country, that sort of thing. I mean, and I'm I'm just being you know playing a little bit of a devil's advocate here, but I mean, yes, to, I, I don't know, I can't. I was just sitting here thinking of a conflict where we simply fought for corporate interests. Uh, I guess, um, I mean that that didn't involve. I mean, you look at our involvement in Afghanistan, and I heard people say, oh, it was we were there to uh, to somehow uh, take ownership of of some gas pipeline or something like that, and and all this and. Uh, I don't know, but I, I rare metals and all, diamonds. But I, I don't know. It looked yes. like it seems like it was, it was a it was more of a you know an, uh, yes. an, an, an ill-guided attempt to uh, to suppress terrorism or or you know political I'm forces. I'm not saying that, that it doesn't, Joe. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. I'm just saying that Michael French is very strong on this, and you yeah, know some people yeah. uh, so, in Afghanistan was part of the encirclement campaign. It's just that we. We couldn't uh, defeat them on the battlefield, uh, basically, because they hung on better. And so uh, we are surrounding the Soviet Union with bases. We also mm-hmm. have tons of military bases in Iraq, and as, as if it's our country, and we didn't get out of there. So there, I'm, I'm not going to deny you there's a different aspects to any military, but A.J.B.P. Taylor is a uh, military historian I've quoted before, and he says that all wars have an economic component to it. So I would well, say certainly. that would be the much greater one. And then, you know, then World War II was probably known as the war that was the good war. But even then, there mm-hmm. were the East Asia co-prosperity fear and the empire of uh, well, Britain trying to save itself in North Africa and so forth. So I agree with you to a certain degree, but I think I'm still on the side of economics much more than uh, just that we're doing good all over the world, and you know, so. Well, yeah, I and I, I I hear you, and I'm not I'm not trying to say that 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 we are simply a force for good everywhere and in every every conflict we're in. I, I think, yeah, I think the the facts and and what we've seen uh, bears that out that that's not the case. But uh, but I mean, if yeah. you yeah, I mean, you look at and, and there is obviously an economic um, uh, aspect to every war. I mean, you look at World War II, and it really was what really pulled our economy out of the the Depression years. 
Uh, I mean, yeah. not not solely, but I mean, it had uh, you know this you know just incredible our country's incredible investment in the war effort uh, economically, yeah. and obviously we paid a huge price uh, in human beings and and um, in other ways. But uh, and the GI Bill we got, which mm-hmm. uh, was one of the uh, foundations of our post-war prosperity, which we're disintegrating right now, which is disintegrating. So, but was anyway, a positive I, I thing. Think, yeah. All right, Jim. All right. Th- thanks a lot for me on, Joe. Have a you good bet. day. You too. Let's go to Doug in Bellingham. Hi, Doug. Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Good to have you again. Thank you. Uh, well, I, a little saying came to me, which is basically uh, kindness is stronger than nuclear weapons. And I truly believe that. I believe that every act of kindness that we do for each other and for ourselves, we're supposed to be kind with ourselves as well, and for the environment, not only helps prevent nuclear war, but eventually will lead us to world peace. Because we can't destroy evil with killing. It's not possible. The only way we destroy evil is with kindness. And so literally, kindness is stronger than nuclear weapons, because the more we do kindness, the more kindness becomes the norm, and war goes by the wayside. Thank you for letting me say that. You bet. All right, Doug. Appreciate it. Although I, I You're yeah, I, I mean, I think we have to remember the, the danger the, that uh, nuclear weapons especially, but uh, weapons in general pose to our uh, our species. We could easily... Wipe all the kind uh, people out with, uh, with um, not not many nuclear warheads. That's for certain. We'll take a quick break. We got John on the line. We want to hear from you too. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. As we get back in the swing here on the day after Christmas, and uh, as always, whatever's on your mind, we want to hear from you. Once again, 360-676-5464. The Mill at 7th, Linden's hidden jewel of a restaurant on Front Street. You'll find comfortable dining, top-shelf service with consistently delicious food. If you haven't experienced The Mill, it's time to visit. Hi, I'm Linda, owner of The Mill at 7th. I want to invite you to come dine with us. Our staff and I have worked hard to create an atmosphere that provides you with a welcoming experience with fresh, enticing foods, cocktails, and a wonderfully unique selection of wines. Listen to what our customers have to say. CJ says, We love to eat here. Plan on spending some relaxing time in an environment that's warm and inviting. The staff is so sweet and the food is so yummy. Ashley says, The mill is one of my go-to dinner spots. The food and atmosphere are always exceptional and the service can't be beat. If you want an amazing appetizer, get the apple crostini. You won't be disappointed. Stop by the mill today for an exceptional date night experience. Group parties and catering options at the mill at 7th, downtown Linden on Front Street under the windmill. I look at the big picture. Right, as a business owner, sometimes we get wrapped up on, what I'm not going to lose money helping that customer. I'm not going to sit here and say that we satisfy everybody out in the community, but I can go to sleep happy every night knowing that we try really hard to satisfy as many people as we can. Knowing that the community has invested in us, when it comes time to invest in a customer, I have no problem. I have no problem saying, let's make it happen. I've had repairs that, you know, big high tickets, and I see them the same as if it was 100 bucks. 
because at the end of the day, they trusted us. They gave us an opportunity. And we, we just can't look at it like, um, oh, we're gonna lose money in this in this particular customer. Well, no, let's take, let's take care of them. Let's make sure they're happy. Find new roads at BellinghamChevy.com. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although the deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call us at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. Staying connected with your community each Saturday at noon with KGMI's Community Connection as local business leaders share their expert advice. Sponsored by Dewey Griffin Subaru, Ferndale Downtown Association, Lydia Place, UA Local 26, and Lorraine's Window Coverings. Community Connection. Saturdays at noon on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us and uh, great to have Deanna Herlick too. She's um, personing the phones today. I'll answer the phone. If you call the program with whatever is on your mind, 360-676-5464. John in Ferndale joins us. Hi, John. Merry Christmas, Joe. Merry how Christmas, was your, sir. How was your... Uh, it was super. How was yours? Spent time with family, with our kids, and uh, yeah, it was just... It was really nice. Yeah. I did a little yeah, cooking and... Pretty... Yeah, so. Oh, really? What's your specialty? Well, I I don't know if I have a specialty. I made this... Um, it's uh, it, and I'm I'm not Norwegian, but uh, my my wife's family is many of them, and there's a there's a traditional dish they make. They're like these uh, potato dumplings, and okay, um, yeah, some the men in the family love them. the The women don't want to have anything to do with them, but <laughs> so I my, made those. <laughs> I like them, but my yeah. mom, my mom was you is was Yugoslavian. Uh-huh. Right. And and uh, like whenever she wanted to talk in code, like to her, her brothers, they always spoke in Yugoslavian and never, you know, I knew some some words, but there's a potato dumpling dish, uh-huh. uh, uh, a Yugoslavian dish. It, it, it's called gnocchis. Mm. It's kind of like in a tomato sauce. Uh-huh. And the dough has uh, the oil of anise. Right. Mm. And wow. I ate those things growing up and I'd smile <laughs> and I finally had like i was probably 25 and i finally told my mom i said you know i i, I know everyone in, in, enjoys these but i'm good what's wrong <laughs> i made you know i've never i've never really enjoyed them you know i never uh-huh. wanted to tell her i hate these these are the things that you make that make me want to puke because you know you <laughs> never ever say that you eat that's it and right. you smile mm-hmm. because you know you want to make her happy and that's why i was overweight as a kid <laughs> until my my 40s uh-huh. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but anyway, I, uh, I, I, I was, uh, I was talking with, uh, Deanna briefly uh-huh. and, uh, just, you know, enjoying the, the fact of seeing, a uh, uh, Russian battleship on fire. Okay. <laughs> the, the, the Ukrainians got another one and yeah, they're far from defeated. Believe me, the Russians are the ones who were on the ropes. I mean, we're going to get them those those weapons. We are not going to let them perish. 
I just don't understand people. So my 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 beef today is is with our good friend Michael from Linden, right? Okay. So he calls up last week, and I had just heard Dennis Prager, and uh, our good friend Michelle was going off of something that Dennis Prager, his whole hour was devoted to, you know, he was saying, look, the Nazis were the ones who were responsible for all the destruction that was visited upon the German people, and likewise Hamas. And Michael flipped it completely around. He said, you know, Michelle says that the Palestinian people are completely to blame, and I guess he's like anti-Israel. I don't know what his deal is, but, yeah, he has crazy, crazy takes on all kinds of other stuff, too, that we, we won't go into. But, um, yeah, so I, I – and I'll leave you with this. I don't want to take, a, take up too much time. But, okay. yeah, my, uh, my Aunt Laura called me, and she's like, well, why don't you come down for, for Christmas? I said, because there's no way that your husband is not going to bring up Trump. You know, he's, he's got a Trump apron because we were there for Thanksgiving. Okay. And, you know, the thing is, I will not talk about politics and argue with them. I might say something aside, whatever, but, you know, uh, these are relatives. But at the end, I had to say to him, you know, um, your father and your grandfather and your grandmothers as well. Like, I remember when people used to hate Nazis. You know, I remember when we used to hate the Russian government, not the people, but the Russian government. They're still at war with us. They're still meddling in our elections as well as other democracies. It's not just the United States, and it's not Russia, Russia, Russia. The fact that, that, that our former president repeats that is to make you think, oh, Russia's our friend now. They're not our friend. And right. anyone who quotes Nazis, my God, should never be president okay. ever again. All right, John. Well, but you know, just let you, uh, and well, you how you deal with your family. That's that's up to you, obviously. But uh, I think you're smart. Go in, let them talk, say what they will. Let uh, you know this. You know, try to keep the steam from coming out of your ears, and just okay. We made it through a few hours with the you know the family and their their opinions that drive me crazy. But all right, let's go to Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Hello, John. How are you? <laughs> uh, anyway, I just wanted to say, uh, I was del- by the way, it's delightful to have Deanna picking up the calls. That's yeah. really nice. Uh-huh. Um, I-, I think she does a pretty good job on the news, and I get a kick out of her enthusiasm, you know. Um, I was going to say, uh, y- you know, with all due respect to John, uh, uh, Jim, your first caller, and Doug, your second caller, you know, I mean, I'm not saying they don't have a right to their opinion. Believe me, I, everybody does. You know, it's one thing to have an opinion. It's another thing to have, you know, incorrect facts. And I don't hear incorrect facts from them. But they are, you know, let's put it this way. They and people who espouse their, their liberal beliefs are, and I'm a middle-of-the-road person, certainly not a right-wing crazy, you know, you know that. But it's just amazing how naive so many people in the world are about the possibilities. We will never have world peace in hundreds of years, if ever, because 
of radical Islam, which is the one of the worst things ever foisted upon mankind, because of radical leftism and communism and Marxism and socialism, which is a, a, an also an evil, although not can't be compared to radical Marxism. Uh, radical, um, you know, Islam is by far the worst thing that ever happened to the world. But I'm just, and I'm not Jewish either. But I'm just saying that we need to have. You know, the only way that we can ever have peace is the way we achieved it in World War II. And as sad as some of that was, and it was sad, we had no choice but to totally obliterate the hopes of the Germans and the Japanese. And I'm glad they're both our allies now. I'm grateful that we were able to help rebuild them. My father had a big role in World War II. And he felt the same way. He was not a hater. And I grew up in a home with no haters in it. But I just feel so strongly that there is no way in the world that we will ever have any peace as long as we have people like Hamas, like Hezbollah, and like uh, Attila the Hun, for that matter, if you want to go back hundreds of years, and and also communists and Marxists and evil people like Antifa, Black Lives Matter, all of these groups. So all are all irre- violence and evil emanates from the left. I'm hearing what you're saying. No, no, no. I'm not okay. saying all, but I'm saying well, a great deal of it. You know, <laughs> okay. A great deal but you're saying, the, I'm not saying we the eliminate left. all. <laughs> All these groups, no, and then I'm we'll be out talking, peace. Okay. You're, you're misinterpreting what I'm saying. I'm not okay. talking about the left. I'm talking about the extreme left. There's a big difference. And well, what about the, the extreme, extreme right? I mean, does that pose well, a threat? I, I just said I'm not an extreme right winger, and I don't uh-huh. like them either. But I'm just saying, and they they have their own. I mean, I think Tommy Tuberville's a blithering idiot. But but you know, he's the one who held up all the military right. uh, uh-huh. promotions, and you know, the guy's an idiot. He's a total idiot. I don't care if he did coach football. He is an idiot. But the point I'm making is that he's probably the only person I've ever really insulted on your show because I just can't stand that man. But he's worse than Trump. But the point is that, um, you know, these radical lefties, these people who think boys should be on girls' sports teams, awful concept. And these these people who think that – you know, all this woke nonsense makes any sense at all. Hey, look, let's just go back to good American values of hard work, a strong military, um, confidence in ourselves, self-reliance, and trying to be polite to as many people as we possibly can. However, I will say this, and I'll end the conversation this way. Okay. If I had a chance, if they lined up a bunch of Hamas killers against a wall and gave me a rifle. I would kill them all instantly wow. because okay, they Michelle. don't well, deserve to live. Okay. All right. That's, all that's right. how I feel. Okay. okay. Well, that, okay. There, there we go. All right. Christmas is over, people. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let, let's take a moment and we'll uh, kind of clear our heads and, and move along here. Appreciate your call, Michelle. And, um, I hope to hear from you at 360-676-5464, whatever's on your mind here on this 
day after Christmas. Hello, folks. This is Elder Law Attorney Phil George, the host of The Aging Hour, right here on KGMI every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. and the founder of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I have good news for you. We are having a live seminar at the new Holiday Inn and Suites over by the airport in Bellingham at 11 a.m. on Saturday, the 13th of January. Don't let another year go by without giving your family the peace of mind that comes with a comprehensive estate and retirement plan. Come out, get your questions answered, and learn how to set your family up for success in your retirement. Reserve your spot today at www.safeharborlegal.com. With more ways than ever to connect to news and entertainment, 90% of new car buyers want the tried-and-true AM-FM radio option. Gadgets are great, but when you're behind the wheel, you just want that local connection that you can't from online apps. Local radio is dependable and free, with no subscription or cellular data required, and no fumbling with a separate device. Visit wearebroadcasters.com and tell us how you depend on AM radio stations like KGMI, and how you want AM included in your next new car. Sold to bidder 126. The January consignment equipment auction at Meridian Equipment in Laurel is scheduled to begin on December 30th. The auction will be held online. Consignments are now being taken until the auction commences on December 30th. Meridian Equipment, selling and servicing new and used farm and light industrial equipment for over 70 years. Open weekdays from 8 to 4.30 and Saturdays from 8 to 11.30 on Guide Meridian in Laurel. Visit meridianeq.com today to consign your equipment for the January auction. Get the very latest on real estate in Whatcom County and Northwest Washington with Windermere real estate experts Rick Todd, Julie Brown, and Lyle Sorensen. The information and analysis you need, whether you're a buyer or a seller. Radio Real Estate with Rick Todd, Julie Brown, and Lyle Sorensen every Saturday at 10 a.m. Brought to you by Windermere Real Estate on KGMI AM 790 and 96.5 FM. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. No gimmicks, just the highest quality systems, 0% interest financing, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Rely on West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Contact them today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. That's right. I like to call our callers uh, our panel of experts. We're all an expert in some some way, shape, or form. So become a member of our panel of experts. 360-676-5464. Robert Bellingham is on the line. Hi, Robert. Hello. Yeah, I may not be a total expert in things, but I follow the news quite a bit. And uh-huh. one thing that worries me uh, is that I'm hearing that there's lots of almost record number of immigrants coming toward the United States trying to get to the southern border. And a lot of people are alarmed about that or worried about that. But my worry is different than most Republicans. Republicans kind of call themselves right to lifers, but they don't seem to care about the lives of people that are trying to seek refugee within this country. But is that there's so many parts of the world that are not livable because of dictatorships, the religious strife, or whatever. And why it seems unsustainable that that many people are desperately trying to get into the U.S. and Europe right now. 
Mm-hmm. And climate change is part of the problem, but I think even a bigger problem is probably just the dictatorships and and how so many things are bad conditions all over the world, and climate change may add to that. And it, it you know, I well, and I'm many not, of the people showing up at the southern border are from Venezuela, and we, I think, quite rightly, our nation says, hey, Venezuela's a mess, and it's been a mess for quite some time. Its economy's crashed, and uh, these are people that are fleeing that situation. So we recognize what an awful situation it is in Venezuela, in their home country, and yet when they come to the border here, they're seen as as this major problem. Uh, And I'm not saying that we need to open up the border and allow anybody to come in, but um, I I guess I, I... I bristle a little bit at the at the rhetoric that we hear. But. Yeah, because I, I feel for the people. At the same time, I think, you know, we probably could take in more people, but then I don't know if we have the political will to change our lifestyles in this country so that, you know, there's only so much, you know, we're addicted to automobiles, and most people are, and there's only so much, there isn't enough parking, and there isn't enough housing, and you hear people in some areas fighting to hang on to single-family zoning, and Bellingham's doing pretty well about trying to densify and build more apartments, and I'm glad for that, but but I think, you know, there are 8 billion people in the world, and so part of the problem is I still see it as a population problem, that everybody can't live the way people aspire to in this country, but I do feel for the people. I don't feel that people are are against us. I just feel like it's kind of an unsustainable situation when you have, so, like Africa, they say that continent's going to have the highest birth rates going forward, and a lot of people are trying to get out of Africa, but uh, they can't all fit in Europe or Canada even. <laughs> yeah, well... It's true, and 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 you're right to point out that we're not the only country that's dealing with this immigration problem. That uh, you know, Europe is has been dealing with it for years as well, and uh, and, and there are countries in the third world too that, like Jordan, I guess when Syria was falling apart, maybe a third of the people living in Jordan were refugees from mm-hmm. Syria, and there are countries in South America like Colombia taken in a lot of people from Venezuela, and they were more generous. You know, they were like, they didn't have much to offer, but they were pretty generous. But the welcome is wearing thin, too. I've heard that it can get overwhelming. But there are some places in the third world where where there's just tons and tons of refugees, like trying to get out of Sudan right now. Some of the countries around Sudan are are taking in lots and lots of people, but at the same time, you know, there's only so much you can do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I, yeah, I mean, the world does have a population problem. I think you're right there as uh, in so many ways. I mean, just in, in the number of people, like you say, housing, um, and just natural resources. We just, how much can our world sustain? Uh, And I, I, of course, uh, official uh, measures taken to reduce population or control it, they haven't gone over so well either. Uh, so what do we do about this? I, are we doomed to overpopulate our planet and, and uh, you know, doom future generations to live in misery because of it? I don't know. Uh, just a rhetorical question out there. But let's go to, uh, thanks, Robert. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing well. <laughs> 
yeah, the last caller isn't completely right about conservative right to lifers because many of those people help people in need all the time through international relief organizations and all kinds of international nonprofits. So the problem is we can't just let 200,000 people a month into this country unchecked. And there's also another fallacy. This is not an immigration problem. This is an illegal immigration problem. Joe, my descendants and yours came here probably on a boat and were immigrants. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. And there was nothing wrong with that. They did it legally. Okay. You can find the record on Alice Island. There's no Republicans that hate legal immigration. This has been another one of these false narratives put out there by the left that Republicans hate immigrants. That is such a line of BS, Joe. That is not true. They don't like the line cutters who step over the border, who don't have a background check, don't know if they're sick. So, you know, are, they're going to be dependent, immediately dependent on the nation's resources because they don't just show up ready with a job and a sponsor as it was done in the past. So we got to get the wording right. But that's the trouble with the news. There is so many lies, huge, massive lies. It's mislabeled. It is not an immigration problem. It is an illegal immigration problem. I welcome all those people. I have sympathy but, for them, too. Rich, they can what, go to an embassy. How, how they can we, fill out the paperwork like everybody else. How, how do we stop it when there are thousands of people arriving at the border? And it's not something we've created oh, so other easy, than, other yes, than having – well, Yep, we created it, Joe. We did. Because they okay. know they can get through. They see the pictures oh, come of the people on, crossing. With, they're Joe, taking a chance. They're taking a chance. No, they, they're not. Yeah. Uh, they, well, they are. If they come, if oh they God, come and they declare, so if if they come and they declare, you know, request uh, uh, asylum, then there's a legal process they go through. But they, Joe, it's Joe, t- to say they're unchecked and nobody knows sham. who they are or what. That I is mean, a sham legal process. Okay, it's five Rich, years in the future. I, it's so not you, real. Okay, so you know exactly you what happens. You know about all this. I mean, have you been well, there uh, to Joe, the southern border? Have you ever been? Joe, have you ever lived Joe, in Arizona? I've lived have there. Have you seen the pictures? I, have you seen the pictures on I've the news? Seen, Joe? Have yes, you seen Rich. Them? But li- listen, Rich. I mean, come on, These people are coming. They're coming from a situation that's even worse than what they're experiencing at the border. That's not? That is not true, Joe. Well, why Many would they leave their homes then? Why would they because leave their homes? Getting, because they're getting a free handout, Joe. Oh, they're for free goodness phones. sake. And, Joe, where do you think they're going? Are they living oh. out in the cold? No. They're getting a place to live somehow or another. The, Eventually, the they will be integrated and The aid organizations are overwhelmed. <laughs> I mean, so the easiest way to case, can I answer your first question? What? How to stop this. You put out a news bulletin. Hey, coyotes, we're not letting people in anymore. Go to your embassy. Fill out that paperwork, become a legal immigrant. This has been done okay. for a long time. You don't even have to travel very far. There's embassies all around the planet, Rich. Joe, where these people I, can get in line okay. and do the paperwork. Why do you poo-poo that, Joe? When you poo-poo that, that makes what me I'm, very much not respect you. Well, I, and you you're, get, and you're, get, you're getting angry, Rich, and you're getting a little well, bit winded there. Now, let's settle down. Well, that's, that's, I'm working. I'm okay. winded because I'm working. 90% of the okay. time when I call, right. I'm working at the same time. Okay. So I'm okay. multitasking. Very right. efficient, right? All right. Very efficient. That's right. But the, the bottom line is we haven't created this problem that it's a, yes, it's a, it's a, a multinational nope. problem. And it's one that does need to somehow find a resolution, but it needs cooperation Very across simple. across com- countries, across governments. And, um, you tell them not to come. You start sending them back by the plane okay. load, and they'll half of right. them will stop coming within a month. Well, I then maybe we'll, have, so maybe, maybe we'll have the concentration camps that uh, uh, one particular presidential candidate said he'll build. So, well, maybe we'll see those and see how well that works. And 
Oh, what a wonderful country we'll have when we have that. I, I don't see that as being a great step forward. But uh, all right, because I, frankly, our the, the current administration has said over and over again, don't come. We don't have, we, you, know, you can't get in. Don't come, don't come. But um, apparently that's not the message that uh, people are hearing. And all right, let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that your wife is uh, nor- half Norwegian or full nor- Norwegian. Yeah, um, half. Yeah, well, at least yeah. there's one decent person in your family. Oh, not for goodness your kids. <laughs> All right. But anyway, I-, I wanted to tell you to have some lefsa okay. next Christmas. Okay. Uh, I'm, yeah, I haven't had lefsa. Uh, you know, I don't know if I've ever had lefsa. Maybe, but I have friends that make it. Well, that's Norwegian food, uh-huh. and be and be careful because you might have a metamorphosis and become a conservative. You think? I know so. Well, isn't Norway? Isn't it like one of the most progressive countries on earth? Isn't it? I mean, those the the, the you know that uh, Scandinavian countries are you know pretty 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 progressive um, all in all. I mean, they're not I'm, terribly I'm conservative. I'm talking about the immigrants. I'm, oh, I'm talking okay. About the, you got, they, the they had to get immigrants. out of there, huh? <laughs> uh, thanks, Joe. All right. Thanks, Bruce. Uh, but uh, we'll take a quick break. We got Lou on the line. We want to hear from you, too. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. My daughter, she's six years old now. Well, soon to be. She's, she's, she's a go-getter, man. She has a, she's a boss lady. I have her operating some of her little businesses, candy business, and she loves it. Daddy, daddy, um, let's go to work. Let's go see if we need to fill up the machines with candy and let's collect my money because I want to go to Disneyland. <laughs> Beautiful. I love the little girl. I like her heart. She'll come in and she'll offer lunch to the employees and then she'll come to me and be like, hey, dad, need your credit card. <laughs> you know what? It's something that I would do myself, so I have no problem. Here's the credit card, honey. Go buy the, the sales guy some lunch, and that's what she does. She comes in here, and she pretends she owns the place, and matter of fact, she does. But it's fun. It's fun to see her develop her leadership at an early age. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Bellingham Nissan, part of the Cortez Auto Group. Hmm, roof leaking. It would appear. The same roof you were going to call Jostin's Roofing about last summer? Yeah. Now what? Could you just hand me a mop? Sure, if you think you're going to use it now or wait till next year. (laughs) Sorry. A leaky roof? It's no laughing matter. Go to jostinsroofing.com to schedule a free estimate. You don't have to wait till summer. Jostin's Roofing will keep you dry and leak-free all year long. Spelled like Justin's. Visit J-O-O-S-T-E-N-S. Jostinsroofing.com. This week with PNW Perks, get a unique and immersive night out for half the price. Thursday at 8 a.m., you can get two players for the price of one at Lockbreaker Escapes in Bellingham. Are you tired of having the same old night out? Think you've seen it all and believe nothing can surprise you anymore? Well, prepare to have your expectations shattered. In the heart of downtown Bellingham, an amazing experience awaits you at Lockbreaker Escapes. You're trapped, the clock is ticking, and the only hope for survival is your wits. Will you and your team escape the 
the Italian wine cellar before the poison takes hold or fix the broken elevator before it comes crashing down. Don't be alarmed. It's all part of the game. Welcome to the exciting world of puzzle solving like you've never experienced before. Visit LockbreakerEscapes.com to book your adventure. Will you break the locks or will the locks break you? Thursday at 8 a.m. with PNW Perks. You can score admission for two at Lockbreaker Escapes for the price of one, only at pnwperks.com. In the shop. It makes me sad. It makes me uncomfortable to have to say, yeah, well, it is a nice car. Love the color of the paint. You know, the seats feel great. <laughs> Kirk from Angler, Brian from Dr. John's, and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. Eating 10000 bucks worth of repairs. Join them on In the Shop, 9 to 10 a.m. every Saturday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. We do hope you'll give us a call here on this Tuesday. Lou and Lyndon is on the line. Hi, Lou. Howdy, uh, Joe. Yeah. Extraordinary good news that may help answer some of the questions of of you and your previous caller. Okay. Um, Argentina has just elected a new president who's in the mold of Ronald Reagan. Okay. He calls him. He calls himself an uh, anarch, anarchic capitalist. Okay. And mm. he's, uh, he's vowing to bring cut the government bureaucracy, which is very corrupt, as in most uh, South American and Latin American countries. And he's uh, going to institute a lot of freedom, the growth uh, economy, opportunities for workers to get decent-paying jobs. And all, all these things are going to help reduce the, the desperate a uh, number of desperate people trying to get all the way up to America in the, and to escape the Marxist and the socialist insanity that's ruined the lives of so many people, particularly in in uh, Argentina, Bolivia, Colombia, and elsewhere. Okay. So yeah, there's some uh, there's some hope on the horizon. All right, we'll see how how successful he is. I don't know that we have. A huge uh, thank you for your call, Lou. A huge number of Argentinians who are showing up at the border. But um, uh, all right, we'll see how that all plays out there in the in, in the, the land of uh, don't cry for me, Argentina. All right, let's go to Eric in Fern uh, in Ferndale. Hi, Eric. Hey, Joe. How you been? Doing all right. So the immigrate illegal immigration issue. Um, you're in disbelief, I think, but. The uh, how how why are these all these illegal why are they coming to this the United States? Do you Be, think? Well, because they see us as the 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 shining prosperous nation that has boundless opportunities. And how did they come to learn about that? Well, I just think it's our image across the across the planet. I I was in I was in Jamaica way back in the early '80s when I was young, and uh, I remember there were young people there that because you know, you'd meet people on the street, they'd want to sell you everything, you know, including the, the ganja and stuff like that. Uh, but they would beg me to take the, take me back, take me to the United States, and it was it's you know the it's the dream of of many many people. And I would argue that that's not the reason. I would say it's most likely because the people that do come here illegally call all their friends and family and say, hey, we, we're in league here, so come on and join us. 
And the reason that they keep coming is because we keep leaving the door open, and they keep coming, and we leave well, the door open. How do we close the door, though? I mean, you, I mean, that, I hear this. We open borders, doors open, but how do we close the door? I, I that, that nobody has that answer. It seems send them back. How hard is that? Okay, it's not difficult. So as soon as they I mean, show most up, of them, right? Most of you come in you to the border and say, I'm here for asylum, and we let them in. No questions asked. We give them a phone app on their phone that they can. They don't even need to talk to anybody. They just use the app to come in the country. And we don't care. You know, I mean, you don't care. Most people don't care. I shouldn't say most people. Half of us don't care. But, it, you know, but if even, someone, and, and then the but if someone that, has a, it, a legitimate, legitimate claim to... Uh, uh, asylum, if they are being mistreated in their home country or uh, what have you, I mean, do those people not deserve the the opportunity to to live in a better place? Who deter- how do they de- decide it's legitimate? Can well, there that's a hearing that they eventually have to go to, and yeah, the system is swamped. So it is as a, as our previous caller Rich said that it, it's often years down the road before they have a, a hearing, but. Can go away in their own country. Well, but then they're being, I mean, then they're being spending all that time in that situation that they're requesting asylum from, you know? Well, I understand that, but we've got people in our own country we can't even take care of that are dying daily. And, you know, the more we just keep letting people in, we can give them all free stuff. So I don't know what the solution is, but I don't think what we're doing is working. And the Biden administration did not, until just recently, say don't come. They were open borders, open borders you can get. I don't know why, but... Okay. All right. Anyway, but, I, but, uh, but, you know, we have to remember the immigration situation did not begin with Joe Biden uh, being sworn into office. It's been going on for decades. And uh, and it's and it, it's it's you know I think it's I think most would admit that it's it's a political issue that's being it's a political football is what it is right now it's being you know yeah. and, I, and, and most of us would admit that it's gotten worse but is it is it something to be so is so up in arms about I mean I think there are communities that deal with it but for us here in, in the Northwest I mean it's not something that is causing any kind of disruption in our lives, is it? I mean, Well, not I guess. for a lot of us, but for some of us, you know, every time one of those illegals comes in town that's been deported half a dozen times and then they, they're bringing drugs and everything else, they end up killing people or selling drugs to somebody that dies. I mean, that's where a lot of this stuff's coming from, Joe, and we just want to keep letting them come in. All right. Okay. I, don't, well, I just I... don't get it. Okay. All right. I, well, there are people who have come across. Thanks, Eric. But uh, who have come across illegally, who are, you know, uh, operating in, uh, you know, committing crimes and that sort of thing. Uh, but most of the people who come across are not doing that. And I, I think it's wrong. To, and and when it comes to drug smuggling and all that stuff, you know, that's a that's a different issue than immigration. Uh, but they're all also often lumped into the same uh, same. Boat, I guess, 
what have you. Quick break. Back with more. We want to hear from you. 360-676-5464. Whatever's on your mind. Tis the season of savings during DeWard and Bodie's annual year-end clearance on appliances, barbecues, mattresses, and more. This is your chance to score incredible savings on closeout appliances, floor models, one-only, slightly blemished appliances, and clearance mattresses. Get year-end deals on a huge selection of laundry sets, refrigerators, wall ovens, cooktops, ranges, and so much more. Get one-of-a-kind savings from leading brands like Whirlpool, GE, Maytag, KitchenAid, LG, and a premium selection of high-end brands like Thermador, Bosch, Gen Air, Sub-Zero, and Wolf. Keep your cash with the Warden Bodie's no-interest financing for up to two full years on qualifying orders with no money down at checkout. Take in-stock products home with you today or get fast professional delivery and installation. Plus, they service everything they sell, so shop in confidence with the Warden Bodie, your trusted appliance expert since 1946. Now is your chance to upgrade and save up to 50% off and get no-interest special financing during the year-end clearance only at DeWard and Bodie, the appliance and mattress giants. Financing OAC qualifications apply. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although the deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call us at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. Get informed and inspired with Saturday Morning Live on KGMI. Join a group of knowledgeable hosts as they present a variety of guests and viewpoints on issues important to our area and to you and your family. Sponsored by Asset Advisors, LLC and Linden Sheet Metal each Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. That's a question that maybe we should be asking the immigrants themselves. Why did you come here? Instead of us deciding, oh, this is why they came. (laughs) But just a thought. I got some other thoughts, too, but uh, we'll wait until we hear from Bruce in Bellingham. Hey, Bruce. Hiya, Joe. Uh, hope you had a good holiday. Yeah, I did, yeah. It was great. And, uh, well, well, great. I guess the holidays are still going on. Okay, yeah, I'm kind but, of in the thick of it. <laughs> yeah. On the immigration issue, most of your callers are just coming from a totally different dimension. Now, although it's changed a little bit with Venezuela, which have a repressive, has a repressive left wing government. Historically and presently, most all of the immigrants coming from Latin America are coming from repressive right-wing governments. And it's been this way for a long time. Yeah, at least at least some of them, I think. El um, Salvador, Guatemala. Yeah. Uh, Nicaragua is a leftist. Uh, leftist can, runs that, and he he's become more oppressive. Yeah, I but, don't uh, think I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I just looked at a list. Maybe I. But Honduras. I, I, um, I don't think Nicaragua is one of the a big influx. Uh huh. But are they? Have you been looking at that issue? I you know I don't recall. I know uh, Venezuela has had a you know a lot of 
a lot of the people showing up at the southern border are coming from Venezuela right now. Yeah, and they have they're the opposite. They are a, a, a left wing mm. government presently. And uh-huh. the present, the previous leader, I think Chavez was it, was was left wing, uh-huh. but not as bad as this new guy. So that's prompted a lot of Venezuelan refugees. But the Guatemalans and the El Salvadorians are some of the biggies through the last few decades, and they're incredibly, brutally right wing. Mm-hmm. I've right. heard. Representatives from Guatemala years ago speak at the the Viking Union Lounge on that very topic. And usually, I don't know if it's as much presently, but usually, historically speaking, very much strongly aligned with the United States. Well, the right-wing governments have been in the Latin American uh, countries, have have been aligned with us, and we've supported them. Um, Yeah, very much so. Okay. All right. And but in in many cases, these people are victimized by criminal gangs and and oh, just right, uh, right. just no, unrest it's, it's and, and poverty in their own countries. Out. Yeah. All right. It's Thanks. one thing leads to another like that, and they get victimized on their way up here by crooks and gangs. Well, exactly. They're taking yeah. a big risk, as you said, to get up here. And I'm I'm mean, we've totally got a problem. Uh-huh. But the two sides just don't want to work on a viable solution. Uh-huh. They just well, wanna... exactly. I that I made that point, too. Republicans could have done something when they controlled both houses of Congress and the White House, but they didn't. And uh, so where is the real will to, to do anything, to take any steps? Um, I, I, I don't see it. But thanks for your call, Bruce. Real quick, uh, we got, uh, let's see, we got Alan over on Lemmy Island on the line. Hi, Alan. We got about a minute. Okay, Joe. This will be quick. Uh, okay. Uh, happy, happy, uh, Merry Christmas and yes. Happy New Year. Same to you. And yeah. to all your callers as well. Thanks. Uh, uh, I was thinking, as far as uh, uh, a benevolent solution to the immigrant problem, perhaps we could invest in the countries where these people come from. To provide uh, adequate jobs and uh, uh, a, a nice lifestyle. In other words, uh, are some of our corporations might invest in Mexico and Guatemala and in some of the um, other countries south of us, yeah. particularly. And uh, a lot of our food comes from uh, south of the border and. Maybe we could uh, enhance the production of food that comes here right. and give the people that produce it a, a, a living wage. All right. Thanks for your thoughts, Alan. And uh, that's the last word here on our program today. But we'll be back tomorrow, 4 o'clock. Hope you'll join us. KGMI Connects. This is News Talk 96.5 and AM 790. KGMI Bellingham. KISM HD2 Bellingham from the West Mechanical Studio.